welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the mojo maker and host, Nikki Fogden-Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your life and your business with special industry and life-leading guests. Top tips on how you can create that magic blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with life. Hi guys, it's Nikki from Moore here and welcome to the Mojo Maker Show where I get to interview some incredible leaders in life that are paving their own way, designing a life and a business they love. But what I also wanted to bring to light is the fact that a lot of the people on my show have not got there by easy steps. They've all earned their stripes, they're self-proclaimed evolvers. They don't resolve to stay in the past, they learn from all their roadblocks and milestones and evolve to be even better versions of themselves and their business. One of the next guests on my show I met a long while ago when I was emceeing an event on men's mental health. He's become a dear friend of mine, charismatic, uh, calling himself a number 10 when you reach out to him as well. You're about to meet Greg Vales from Vales Accountants. Greg is the managing director and founded this business based on the financial I think integrity is a great word for it, on building businesses and building lives for people so they really feel they've got the right advice from their own personal bottom line to scaling businesses, high net wealth, and actually creating the future that's gonna be sustainable success. My next episode with Greg is a little bit more personal. It's about the idea of overwhelm. So not only in a personal aspect, how we deal with that when we go through collateral damage of relationship breakdowns or changing and big decisions in our lives, but what happens when you've been building a business and you suddenly look up and things aren't as they seem. Staff change, situations evolve, clients move in and out, and you realize you have to put your focus back in the business rather than working on it. So I chat to Greg about what it really means to be a modern leader in today's life, what it means to be a man in an integrated, diverse world where empowerment is very, very important, equality even more so. This is gonna be a great episode with Mr. Charisma. We like to have a lovely nickname of the big deal. I know that uh, I've given a few people that name, so I'd like to welcome Greg Vales onto the Mojo Maker podcast to talk about overwhelm, modern leadership, how to overcome roadblocks, dealing with staff setbacks, and making sure that you build a sustainable company for everlasting success. Hi guys, welcome back to the Mojo Maker podcast and TV series. I'm here with one of my guests in a special series for adulting, Greg Vales, the Managing Director of Vales Accountants and charismatic man at large. Greg, thank you very much for spending time on the show. Thanks, Nikki. I'm happy to be here. And also, we're in your inner sanctum. We're in the place where all the numbers get crunched, right. the people get moved around, and deals get done. Um, so for our listeners, just before we kick off, I did a bit of an intro, but what would be a tiny little insight into to GV? Greg Vales, your short bio, elevator pitch. All right. Bring us on board. Well. Uh, we're a boutique practice, Vales Accountants, and uh, we, we deal with a lot of um, high wealth people, uh, also businesses uh, from across uh, the states, uh, which is Sydney, Brisbane. Uh, we do also a bit of international tax law. Uh, we deal with a lot of high level uh, uh, lawyers in, in Minters and in Hall and Wilcox. So we have a, a really great network for over 15 years with these high level consultants. Uh, we like to think that when people come in, uh, that we solve their problems in whatever capacity they may need, whether it's uh, whether it's uh, uh, a small or a large one, and 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 the and the detail, and that we try to make sure that we are listening to what 
they are wanting as an outcome, if that's possible. So that's Vale's accountants. What about you? Well, for me, um, I, you know, How over did you time, get to this point? Well, over time, I think uh, you have an epitome where you think, um, you know, you need to run, put your own shingle out and run your own business. And, um, and you have your values and your persona and what you want to uh, put out there. And, you, and I thought there was a, uh, a, a niche there for me, uh, particularly uh, with the clients that I, I in, ended up having. Um, so for me, I went through a whole process of um, working like a Trojan and then, then each year working smarter. So and you have a tax accounting history? Yes, I have a tax accounting history. I was originally um, trained in the tax office um, and uh, uh, then went out and went into private practice um, and uh, just worked my way through up to being a managing director of a, uh, of a firm and then uh, eventually going out and setting up my own firm. And I think that really brings us to the point when we met, um, you know, at an event around men's mental health and we started having discussions around what your journey was to get here, we clicked on this whole idea of personal reflection evolution. Yeah. And then you shared a couple of things that had happened in your life that threw you for six. Yes. You thought everything was fine and yes. then actually you got bowled over. Right, and, right. you know, so yeah. would I think one of those being personal in the separation of your, of your marriage. Marriage, And yes. then the other one being looking inside your business and yeah. realising that all the people in place, it wasn't ticking over as well as possible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think everyone has life challenges. Um, and I guess I take a negative to a positive. Um, and for whatever reason, um, end of a long marriage. But what, what eventually happened from that as well is that when clients went through that or uh, my association with barristers in the, fed, in the family court, now I do valuations for them, actually act for a few of them now, um, was, a, was a whole new world actually ended up opening up that I was able to counsel and also direct and uh, educate um, and particularly technically provide information to clients in that field as well. So I took really a, a, an unbelievable negative energy for me for a certain period of time and developed that into a, a, a real positive. So. That, that I, I know you're yeah. Mr. Professional, and um, and that's and, and one of the things that that I think on the show is the vulnerability that we have to say anyone going through extreme overwhelm at the moment. Not only should you know what that feeling's like, yeah. but that that there is always a solution. So, what was that experience like for you uh, when you had to look at a new set of beliefs? and maybe look at your friends and reach out and ask for help when you were going through a personal discord and you still had to run a business. Yeah, look, I think I was fortunate. I had a, I had a very beautiful family around me. I uh, also got some really beautiful friends, uh, but you do sort out a lot of people. Um, you know, who's who in the zoo, who's really, at the end of the day, what, what uh, sat in the final position for me was having well wishes around you. You know, people that want you to do well and you want them to do well, but nothing but uh, the gratitude for that. And those are the people I ended up having around me eventually. Right. And sometimes you have to sort through that, um, whether it's not necessarily just, just your friends, but it's also your client or in the business association. And that works out pretty much. And I think you become very quickly resilient in, in business with that. Um, and you need to go through that journey. Um, it's important to go through that journey because you spot it very quickly now, um, as opposed to, yeah. And at, at that point, and you talk about that journey, what would you describe as overwhelm and just 
you know, the, the freak out moment when you realise things weren't as they seemed. How did that feel to you? Sure, are you talking about a business or personal? Well, I think personal because oh, okay. I think so, we were at quite... So, so the, from the personal point of view, um, it was, um, it was, it was, it was a, mess, a massive learning experience because I usually have control over things. And uh, finding myself in a field where I had to go along with a few things that necessarily I couldn't change or do anything about because uh, particularly the the uh, the the, uh, the family court ramifications of you know settlements and etc. As much as you want to be as fair as possible and trying not to drag it out, it got dragged out. And uh, but uh, but fortunately, I ended up uh, having uh, some calmness there. But also, I made sure that I started to look after myself as well. That I didn't make it absorb in me um, to in a sense of uh, dysfunctional. Um, and I and I sought some help to talk to people about professional help outside of my friends and family as well, and I think that kept me in good stead because uh, I got some really clear direction and advice and uh, uh, about that. Do you find that dealing with your clients, um, often people, especially men, are reticent to get counselling or support in the first early stages of something going wrong because they think they can handle it themselves? Yeah, I think so too, I, I definitely. And I think that they are in denial that they need some assistance from anyone or to talk it through, but it's also just a cathartic nature to, to calm down um, your anxiety about things or your panic or whatever the emotion that you are going through that you may not have gone through before, but you needed some professional assistance um, to, to do it and, and, and you don't need to be medicated it's more about also just talking through what is it and trying to find solutions and, yes. and that's massively important. Yeah, funny that you bring up the comment you don't need to be medicated I mean that was so far from my mind when, yeah. I know, but I yeah. think what happens is when people talk about going to get help they think yeah. they have to go to their GP yeah. or yeah, yeah. the first protocol is to recognize when you are overwhelmed yeah. and you are full of anxiety and that's not a normal state yeah. I just want to say um, you know, we're not being chased by lions, but no. we certainly act like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting here, our delays, everything, yeah. we sort of let ourselves get into this heightened state where it's just not healthy and you can't think clearly. Yeah. And why do you think you had the courage to go, oh, I need to go and get some external? What in your belief system or upbringing helped you go, it's cool oh, to do that? Yeah, I think, um, I think it was, um, it, funny enough, I didn't have an ego about it either. I just sort of said, no, I need to solve this. And I was always a big person about trying to find a solution, no matter mm -hmm. what. And I found that, you know, I, I, and always I say to clients, you know, the best ones know what they don't know. And I, I knew, no, I didn't really know how to deal with this. Right. Um, and I, so I put my hand up and I got some assistance with it and it was good. Um, and it helped me profoundly. And in fact, that's gone through in how I've conducted my business. So yep. I learned a lot with that. and. I preach uh, that to people, uh, I should have followed it myself, which I did, so I'm happy about that. And I think, um, you know, we met around the topic of men's mental health, which is why I keep driving you back to the itchy subjects, yes, yes. rather than the easy answers, which yes. is, this isn't a show where we go, yeah, let's talk about all the classic things, but yeah. really understanding what it feels like when any one of you listening or watching the show, this is an epidemic. Overwhelm yes. is an overwhelm and anxiety yes. and, and I call it burnout, freak out, opt out, yeah. is causing our leaders to make poor decisions. Yeah. The collateral damage around it is having socio-macroeconomic um, issues, yeah. even businesses. Yeah. And the common denominator for predominantly most of my male clients is they don't get help until it's way down the track. Down. And so all this stress and all this pressure uh, could have been alleviated because we keep thinking that what we knew before was yeah. the answer. May not 
completely alleviate, but it can minimise more of the magnification of what you're going yeah. through and, and going through that process and it takes time and and owning that it takes time, it's not an overnight fix. No. Um, you know, it's it's the, the thing that I ended up with, with working at was mind, body, soul. Yep. And, uh, you know, working on exercising, uh, meditation on mind and just trying to be healthy in, in different areas. Um, so that's assisted in massively those principles and in fact, runs into your business life. So how do you take your your legitimate new integrity values of that we want uh, people to feel transparent, we want mm. them to look after themselves, we yeah. want them to look after our clients. It's yeah. a very old school arrangement in terms of relationships are very important yeah. because that's the type of person that you are. How yeah. do you instill those values as a modern leader yeah. where you're hiring much younger staff who yeah. expect already to be given the title, the seat, uh, and the responsibility, but they haven't been in the, the fire yet. So how okay. do you translate that? So I'll, I'll answer it in two parts. One is about the, the clients. I mean, I think with the clients, you have to relate and have the empathy mm -hmm. um, to be able for them to be very honest. And I think I have that great success with them um, and that they are able to bear what they need done. And then, um, and I, again explain to them that they really only have to know their business and I'll take care of the rest and what they need to do and they feel in very safe hands and I think that's an important aspect. They don't want to have to worry about the things I have to do. They, but you share it with them so there's and, that. And I yeah. share it with them so I walk them through walk the them education through. process yep. of it and everyone has a different level of um, what intake they want to take. You mm -hmm. know, they, some sure. don't want the complexity. They want to know. Well, you've got people would, like me that yeah. want to know all the, <laughs> they want to just all the get numbers. It and then this, uh, this staff. So over the years, I've learned. Um, you know, today I think I've got just a great temperament of staff. You know, they're uh, they're very. Um, they've got the humility and the values that that I profess. Um, and I think they uh, they listen, they help, and I think they emulate the essence of what Vale's accounts are. And that we empathise and we can assist people to get the right result um, in a fair manner. And you know, I always argue a lot with my, with my leaders. They say, well, culture comes from all the staff, but actually culture is an yeah. extension of you as the leader, yeah, whether you like it or not. Do you Absolutely. think that your culture has evolved because you've also evolved? Yeah, I mean, 100%. I know the, I, I, you know, we're big personalities. So you feel that looking back, your business and culture has evolved with your own growth too? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's learned and it's evolved enormously with it. And you learn that through different staff that you have. Yeah. Um, and you can only about experience that. Um, but I've certainly when I've looked at uh, the rebuild of my staff and I've looked at the values that they have and what they're looking for, um, and now it's starting to espouse to where I really want him to be. So what would you say in your own experience of coming through the coalface, uh, realising that your old style, you had some, some, we all go through that when we're growing, scanning yeah, the yeah. business. Like I think yeah. relationships, whether it's staff, clients or personal, the hardest things to balance ever. Yeah. So you being honest in yourself, how much of yourself do you share with your team? Like, do, you know, how much yeah. of your so they understand where you sit in the day and they can best support you. What's that nice, even I, level? I think the, the major thing is communication. So I talk to them very clearly about what's going on with the business and in terms of clients uh, and transparency on it. Um, also, I think that they, uh, they love what they do. Uh, it's important that I love what I do. I love walking into my office and I 
try to set the tone for that because I actually genuinely love what I do and I try to articulate that that's, that we create that ambience. Early on, I think one of some of the mistakes was I showed too much of a generosity and I learned that that wasn't always what's going to be the solution. So I've tailored that. Uh, not that you need to be generous, um, not be generous, but in time, but more financial. And I think mm -hmm. I needed to be more measured in that. Mm -hmm. And I learned that over the time. And, uh, uh, and you know, as the development happens, then we'll do some wonderful things uh, in, in the team environment and um, et cetera. But certainly you learn from a number of things. And also, um, each person's different. So what would you say are your biggest outtakes? Um, and, I, and I purposefully haven't probed, and I think I probably will on the next episode, um, too much on, on your personal journey. But I think, you know, knowing what you've gone through, knowing the amount of work that I know you put into your personal evolution and being a great leader, what are the three things that you would recommend to any um, person, male or female, running a business and yeah. trying to manage their life yeah. when they're going through some changes and some collateral damage. Yeah, yeah. Three things from Greg Vales that you would say were pretty confronting and yeah. you thought, I'm going to deal with this differently. What would you say? Well, I think it would be um, manage your time. Manage your time. Manage your time. Um, some emotional intelligence. Yep, EQ. EQ. And of course, um, the IQ, I think, is a given. You wouldn't be in the business if you haven't. But I, I just think um, the the uh, more the understanding of what's going on around you, not uh, not only uh, internally but externally, and being very on point with current trends and 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 people and how things are changing yep. and and change with that or or see how you can adapt to that and that what makes you relevant. I mean. Yep. If you're looking at technology, you're looking at the different ways that tax laws change or, or different aspects of what's occurring, you need to be up to date, capable and competent and the people have got, uh, you're the go-to person. I think that's, that's by and large my, yeah. my, my philosophy. Um, and I guess the last thing is um, understanding as well that this is a journey. Yep. Um, you know, you're not infallible. Yep. You're not made of titanium as yep. much as we hope that we are. Yep. So what would you say your own personal habits are now to keep yourself in momentum yeah. for all of this? And, and choosing, I think the last comment is how do you decide who you're going to hang out with, Greg? We have so many people around us. Yes. Um, so choosing people that you say are supportive friends, like, well, why not? As well long wishes. as you will. Well and you. avoiding the gossip, I think, very important. How do you do that in a male perspective? because I think I think that yeah. peer pressure is massive yeah uh, we have in Australia we have a big drinking society yeah, yeah. we have a lot of so we need to be well in ourselves yeah. to be able to not enter into those peer pressure situations look I, I think I pride myself in um, uh, relating to people in all walks of life in all socioeconomic because I treat them all um, the same and as long as they're the people of the same value systems of well wishes and they're not um, necessarily um, the negativity and I think that that's important um, and you know maybe if they do have negativity they may have the reasons and then we walk through that but but by and large having good people around you um, uh, in business and in, in your private life is is what sustains your future and also uh, sustains for your your uh, future success. 
Yeah, so that so I think Greg, one, you've gone through um, your change, your evolved fails accountants. Yeah. You do deal with a lot of movers and shakers, um, but most importantly, you're very good at sharing one on one what you've gone through. Yeah. You talk about empathy. Yeah. You talk about performance and compassion. Yeah. Um, you talk about having a team that love what they do, and mm. as a leader, you have to love what you do. Yeah. Uh, and you said also don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Uh, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, one of the other episodes we'll do is how to select what good help looks like. Yeah. Because there's lots of people that talk themselves out as counsellors or tax accountants or advisors or wealth management. Correct. But ciphering through equality, yeah. I think, is the next is the next step for yeah. people to not only be informed and to ask questions, yeah. but to know whatever you're going through, you're always evolving. Yeah. You don't have to be stuck in the past. 100%. Um, and I think the last thing I want to say, uh, you went through some changes with staff, but you also went through some changes with um, some child custody issues yeah, yeah. that really hit home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, wasn't, it wasn't more um, uh, child custody. My kids were older. Um, it was more like um, going through a process of um, um, dealing with a divorce and uh, the courts in terms of financial settlement. Uh, the kids were fine till the end settlement uh, wasn't what uh, everyone was thinking it would be, uh, even though the courts decided it. Um, but by and large, it's more about if I had my time over, I probably would have managed it a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, so I learned from that. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, and what is the right balance for that? Who knows yeah. when people are, you know, and in fairness, um, my ex would have also gone through an emotional turmoil as well. So I, I think over the years I had a lot more empathy for that as well, mm -hmm. which I did at the time. Uh, so you learn. Um, so um, I think uh, hopefully out of all of those uh, down times, you come out with a massive positive. Absolutely. Um, and uh, you go, in order to be as good as you are, you have to go down to the well at some point. There you go. And I think that's the, the most fantastic point to end on, yeah. Greg, is in order for us to sit here and practice what we preach and talk about these things, yeah. we have to be prepared to rise from the surface every now and then go, whoa, yeah. that was like a yeah. hectic. Yeah. Um, and to go, no, we've learned some things, but when you're in the middle of it, it doesn't feel like it, right? No. It, you know, and, right. and you don't have the luxury of foresight yes. or hindsight. You're yeah. right in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, and so working with people that have been in your shoes, you're probably not the first time anyone's going through what you're going through. Yep. Understanding that modern leadership is not out of a book from 1960. It does require you to be agile. It requires you to think about things, asking for help, surrounding yourself with good mentors, and yeah. also like-minded you know, mates, colleagues, and people that are going to lift you up. Yep. And then the last thing is be real. So your yep. culture is you, and your staff need to work for you because they love it, yep. not because you're bribing them with things. <laughs> That's right. Um, so Greg, one last comment from yep. the guru. I know that we have great nicknames for each other. That's Big right. deal. Big deal. Superwoman. Um, That's right. I mean, you missed a W on that, uh, but anyway. <laughs> Um, what is your one one little departing comment for anyone listening to the show? Yeah. I know I've put you on the spot today. Yeah. I've made you talk about some personal stuff. Just just a Gregism that oh, we can leave with. Look, I think you know now uh, uh, there's a few things, but one of the things is about being open to different people you meet. Um, in that, and that's what happened with how we met. And look at the wonderful things, um, even with Jake yeah. Edwards from outside the locker room. What a wonderful thing that that's happening, occurring with that, who you, you're going to talk to. So it's just wonderful how, uh, you, you know, I hear some people go, I've got enough friends, but it's the most negative comment that you can hear from people to say, just open up. There are so many more wonderful people to meet 
and to explore. And it's not necessarily business also, it's an enrichment of your, of your life. So um, I take things with a positive um, and, 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 and there's an element of realism there as well. So thanks very much, Greg. You've heard that. That is, you're never really going to need to stop filling up your friend tank. Please be open for meeting people. You never know what enrichment you'll get from experiences in life. And if you're continually shutting yourself down and say, this is the way I've always done things, you'll get the same results. So Greg Vales from Vales Accountants in the den of, of goodness and yes. numbers that we're sitting in here. Thank you for your time. Pleasure, I will be having you back to talk about legacy. Look forward to it. And thank you for sharing little insights into your world and why you're so fabulous and empathetic at helping people not only build their financial acumen, but be good humans as well. Thanks, Nikki. Good on you. Thanks. So guys, you can just uh, wrap up and hop on to iTunes or you can listen to Spotify. You can come over and hit us up on YouTube, The Vitality Coach TV. All about Greg, some outtakes from today's show will be on my blog as always. You know, these conversations are more about one-on-one -on -one insights. It's not a rehearsed thing. It's about bringing out personal exceptions and understanding how people evolve. I think it's really, really important to consider that you only have one life. There's no dress rehearsal. So make sure that you're listening to the right people, that you're completely connected. And if you're not sure about something, be curious. It's the best gift we all have. So stay tuned for our next episode. I'm Nikki Fogden-Moore. This is the Mojo Maker Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. As always, you stay healthy, wealthy and wise. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.